Good morning. Welcome to Three Big Things Today for June 28, 2023. This is Tony Drivis. Soybeans and grains were lower in overnight trading amid technical selling and on calls for rain and some extended weather forecasts. Investors who were long the market or had bet on higher prices likely sold contracts and liquidated positions despite extremely dry weather and concerns for U.S. crops. Prices earlier this month had risen to multi-week or multi-month highs until about a week ago when the sell-off began. Precipitation is expected in parts of the central and southwestern Midwest today through Saturday, which will help narrow the area facing stress, Commodity Weather Group said in a report. Central and southern areas in the Corn Belt are looking slightly wetter next week, the forecaster said. High temperatures will stress beans and corn in the Delta, but rains forecast in the 6-10 to day outlook likely will aid crops. Soybean futures for November delivery dropped 19 and 34 cents to 12.74 and a half a bushel overnight on the Chicago Board of Trade. Soy meal was up 7.10 to 3.78.30 a short ton, while soybean oil rose 0.29 cent to 56.83 cents a pound. Corn futures for December delivery plunged 10 cents to 5.51 a bushel, and wheat for S- September delivery lost eight and a quarter cents to 6.90 and three fourths a bushel while Kansas City futures fell 10 cents to 8.29 and a half a bushel. The USDA will invest $500 million to raise availability of homegrown biofuels as part of the Inflation Reduction Act. About $50 million of the funding was made available in December through the Higher Blends Infrastructure Incentive Program, or HBIIP, which shares costs of building and retrofitting infrastructure related to biofuels. Grants will cover as much as 75% or $5 million of costs to convert to higher blend fuels of more than 10% for ethanol and 5% for biodiesel. 59 projects were the first recipients of funding from the program and will receive a combined $25 million. The government will start taking applications for the remaining $450 million in grants starting in July. These grants will continue to support the infrastructure needed to lower out-of-pocket costs for transportation fueling and distribution facilities to install and upgrade biofuel-related infrastructure such as pumps, dispensers, and storage tanks, the USDA said. Troy Bredenkamp, the Senior Vice President for Government and Public Affairs at the Renewable Fuels Association, praised the HBIIP for helping make E15 and E85 available to more consumers. This program is instrumental in bringing the benefits of biofuels to drivers around the country who want access to lower-cost fuel, That is better for the environment and public health, he said in a statement. We are grateful to President Biden and Secretary Vilsack for their support of this important initiative. Organizations including the RFA and the American Coalition for Ethanol have helped companies in the biofuels industry apply for and receive grants under the program since its inception in 2020. We thank USDA for allowing us to provide feedback and recommend changes we hope will make funds more accessible to single-store and small-chain retailers. ACE Chief Marketing Officer Ron Lamberti said. Those retailers are key to widespread availability of E15 and E85, and ACE continues to fight for them as the program evolves at USDA. Weather maps are lit up this morning as a heat wave moves through the southern half of the country and smoke from Canadian wildfires leads to low air quality in northern states. Extreme heat will continue today in a large stretch of land from northern Kansas to eastern New Mexico and east from central Kentucky to the Gulf Coast, according to the National Weather Service. In central Missouri and southern Illinois, heat indexes will soar as high as 110 degrees Fahrenheit each day through Friday, the NWS said in a report early this morning. Much of Arkansas will see values of more than 110 degrees for at least the next three days. 
Air quality alerts have been issued for parts of Minnesota and Illinois and all of Iowa, Wisconsin, and Michigan amid ongoing smoke from Canadian wildfires. The Air Quality Index, or AQI, is expected to reach the red category today, meaning the air is health unhealthy for all people. Anybody venturing outside should reduce exposure to pollution, especially those with health, health risks.